Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Thursday night football. So all you fantasy football nerds, geeks, freaks like myself, it begins. It's a new week. That waiver wire's been put to sleep. You got Carolina versus Houston. Not really a doozy unless you're betting on it or you've got some fantasy implications and you should. You follow me on Twitter. My name is Dusty Likens. This is the Force to Punt podcast on the 435 Podcast Network. You can look it up on the Odyssey app, listen to it in your car, put it on the Oxcord. That's what I'm here for. Because it's Thursday, and we've got some uh, we've got some fantasy football action to talk about. Um, follow me on Twitter, at Dusty Likens. Listen to this on the 610sports.com Um Website, find it there, 435 Podcast, Forced to Punt. Uh, used to be Rand, Serta, and I, but we've we've graduated to a new level. Uh, so you just get the solo sounds of myself, and 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 we, we got you pretty loaded today on the show. Uh, Going to bring up, you know, the matchup tonight, obviously, with Carolina and um, and Houston. And obviously, if you listen to this on Friday or Saturday, ignore, the, ignore that. You can fast forward uh, the introduction because we'll get into some other stuff I want to talk about. Uh, the the debut of Justin Fields, what it means. I'm excited, but I don't want everybody to get angry. I just want to I want to get some points out for that. Uh, Tony Pollard and the and Zeke Elliott, their their little uh, little thing we got going there. I like it, but I think there's some things you need to look forward to when you think about that situation. Cooper Cup's insane right now. Um, I thought it would be good with Stafford. I still think Robert Woods is going to be there, so we'll bring him up for a lot of you that have. They probably got Robert Woods early third round, maybe late third round. Cortland Sutton finally came out of his shell last week. We thought it would be that way. That's that's a that's a thing that I I try to let people know. I got a lot of questions about that. Hey Dusty, Cortland Sutton this week or X? And I was hey start Sutton, start Sutton. And Cortland Sutton had a ton a ton of value last week, and that's not going anywhere. Uh, we'll get into some big matchups. I like there's there's three big ones. Um, that we'll talk about. Obviously, if you want to hear all of that, you can listen Sunday mornings at 9 o'clock as I do the fantasy football show uh, brought to you by Twin Peaks uh, on 610 Sports Radio, 9 a.m. every Sunday. A big week ahead for Arizona and Kyler Murray and whatever's going on out there. It looks it looks a lot like what it looked like last year. 
uh, this time of year where I was going out on a out on a limb and being like, hey, Kyler Murray is a MVP uh, candidate, could be MVP finalist, and it was like week three or four. He's on that same track again as he's just lighting things up, and he's got a hell of a matchup this week. Um, and then finally, we'll uh, we'll talk about what week three means and and how you can really be efficient uh, moving forward because week three is a big week uh, at the conclusion of it, and I'll tell you why. Um, at the end. But again, this is the Force to Punt podcast with your boy, uh, Dusty Likens. You can uh, find me on Twitter at Dusty Likens. But again, we've got a pretty big one tonight. So look, I told you this week, said, hey, maybe let's believe. Maybe let's believe in this. In this Carolina defense, I know it sounds odd because this time of year, your waiver wire position is very, very important. And I'm not here to put you to sleep during your drive to work this morning that you're so greatly listening to this program. But this week, defense was key, right? This weekend, this weekend was key. Um, You had a. You have to pick up this defense. Carolina's defense was a big one. They play the Texans on a a Thursday night. I get it. Carolina's moving. They're on the road. It's in Houston. Uh, Houston's been decent with what they've been dealt. But let's be honest. They got David Mills starting. Right? There's a little bit of an upside there for those of you that have a certain someone for the Houston Texans, and I'm sure you know who it is. His name is no secret. It's Brandon Cooks. We'll be talking about that here in a second. But you should have picked up Carolina Stevens, and I get it. The waiver wire actions are important this time of year. I get it that there are other important aspects, but this is where I truly believe Carolina's defense is. I don't believe it's going to go anywhere. Now, I'm not saying that it's going to get you 25, 21 points on the reg, but I don't think it's going to get you negatives or is it going to get you, um, you know, is it going to hurt you? Like last week, I was telling everybody I really like the fact that um, Davis Mills, I'm sorry, Davis Mills, not Davis, Davis But I'm not saying that it's going to, but I'm, like I said, I, I, I shot and gambled with the Kansas City Chiefs defense for the last two weeks because their defense could, I thought, would be so boom and bust but in a significant way of a boom, like maybe a 20 spot. And it started that way against the Ravens, and then it obviously fizzled out, and they only ended up with three points. And I get it. Defenses aren't important in fantasy, but they can be. Because Carolina is one of those defenses that you'll never have to worry about because I think they are that stellar. They lead in almost every significant defensive category. They're playing a backup, backup quarterback tonight. It's on short week uh, rest. And there's not really a lot of important big guys in the Houston Texans offense other than Brandon Cooks. Now, to talk about Brandon Cooks for a little bit, he did post a 50% target rate with Davis Mills under center in place of Tyrod Taylor, who got hurt with his hamstring last week, per Pro Fantasy Focus. Now, Brandon Cooks is legitimately a wide receiver number one for that team, and he's been a good, a good addition to that team. Week one, he had five for 132. Didn't have any touchdowns, but he had five for 132. So standard PPR, he's putting up an 18 spot. That's pretty solid. Last week, touchdown, nine catches, 78 yards. Heavily targeted, heavily targeted, especially with Davis Mills. When backups come in, they tend to lean on the vets. Brandon Cook is the vet. 
That's it, though. But don't freak or fret if Brandon Cooks is your receiver. You're obviously starting him. It's against a very good defense, but a defense in which I think is an important defense to have on your team and rostered for the rest of the year. Yes, they're going to have a bye. But if there's one thing we know, Carolina is definitely going to play teams to where they can go up early and then sit back and attack on defense. They're heavily targeted on the outside on their offense with DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Terrence Marshall. We will talk about DJ Moore. DJ Moore is an absolute stud. I'm just saying. DJ Moore has been tearing it up this year. So is Brandon Cooks. So when it comes to the Houston Texans tonight, I'm okay if you're going to play Brandon Cooks. Now, again, the volume may look differently than it's looked. There's a new quarterback in there, but he heavily targets that, that receiver. So, yes, there might be a lot of targets, but the catches might be a little bit skewed. Not sure about the accuracy, the defense he's playing, but if there's one guy you have to play or there's a receiver, if he's your flex, if he's your third guy, Brandon Cooks, I would play him tonight just because of the fact he will be heavily, heavily targeted. You move on to the other side of the ball. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey, big play tonight. DJ Moore's a big play tonight. I don't know if I'm starting Sam Darnold just because I don't know if he'll put up that much volume. I think the game could look skewed. I think Carolina is a seven and a half point favorite. It started at a four and a half, so it jumped as soon as Devin Mills was considered the starter. I keep calling him that. Davis Mills. I want to keep calling him Devin. Prove me wrong tonight, Davis. Let me stop calling you Devin. But DJ Moore tonight, uh, the number one receiver, um, he looks like he's found it uh, through two weeks. He's got 19 targets through two weeks. I still love Terrence Marshall this year. I don't think he's a starter. He is if you're in a really stretched league. You really need somebody tonight. I'd probably play Terrence Marshall over Robbie Anderson just because I think Marshall's a more targeted guy. Where I think Robbie Anderson, you live and die by the home run. You know, you live and die for the game that he gets the three for 120 and a touchdown. Because he takes an 81-yard catch to the house. Terrence Marshall, I think, can be more heavily targeted. I think this is a game in which they can feel more comfortable to let Sam Darnold kind of let it hang. I think they're going to be consistently put in good position with the defense. I think they're going to have a little bit of a chance of an offense because the Houston Texans' pass defense is absolutely garbage. It really is. So I think there's a lot of chance there for for DJ Moore to obviously have a big night. Terrence Marshall will be heavily, heavily targeted. Robbie Anderson's kind of a gamble on you. I don't play him tonight. From my point of perspective, I sit Robbie Anderson and let him just kind of do his thing, keep an eye on it because he is such a high boom, very, very high bust, but does have the potential to have the uh, to have the uh, home run play. Um, but I like DJ Moore this week over guys like Julio Jones and, and a guy like Allen Robinson. And I'll explain that in a little bit when I get to um, when I get to the jo- the Justin Fields talk here in a little bit, but I do like DJ Moore a lot. I, d- I like him a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, but, uh, you know, maybe a play of Sam Darnold, I wouldn't, but keep an eye on him if you're kind of low on quarterback, if you're sketchy on quarterback, like you don't know what Baker's going to do moving forward. I think Baker's still considered a sleeper uh, quarterback when it comes to fantasy football, but that's just me. That's just me. Um, I think that uh, I think that Baker can be a good quarterback this year for Cleveland moving forward. But Sam Darnold's a guy I'd keep my eye on because I think that offense is going to evolve. There's a ton of targets in that offense when it comes to Christian McCaffrey, when it comes to Terrence Marshall, when it comes to Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore. Um, 
you know, there is there is a ton of targets. So I do like DJ Moore a lot this week. I think DJ Moore should be in all of your lineups. So if you're listening to this and you're kind of questioning yourself, DJ Moore or this guy, I don't know who your other guy is, but give DJ Moore some serious con- consideration because he should have a pretty solid week. A lot of questions that I've gotten this week uh, when it comes to asking, you know, who's this guy? Who should I play here? A lot of that has been the Justin Fields conversation. And I understand that. And I kind of playfully went to Twitter and asked my good friends, Ben Heisler and Steven Serta, you know, Justin Fields or, or Matt Stafford, which those were the two quarterbacks that I targeted um, all throughout, you know, going through mock drafts, all throughout, um, you know, any way I want to. I was like, I want to get Sam Darnold because I know he'll go late. I'm sorry, not Sam Darnold, uh, Matt Stafford. I wanted Matt Stafford and Justin Fields. Those are the two quarterbacks I wanted. Because I was waiting for the sleeper to be awoken by Matt Stafford, and it was in the first play of the game that they played on Sunday Night Football against the Bears. It's like a 75-yard touchdown passing catch. A weird one. He fell down, didn't get touched, and scored. But Stafford still threw for three touchdowns or four touchdowns that night. He was great in week two. I don't see him go anywhere in week three. I'll bring that up when I talk about the big matchups uh, here a little bit on Force the Pump Podcast with your boy, Dusty Likens. Again, follow me on Twitter, at Dusty Likens. Um, and you can listen to the Fantasy Football Show on Sundays from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. on 610 Sports Radio right before um, Bink Sunday and or if Chiefs uh, starts later that day. But again, Justin Fields is a guy that I, I took late. And you, and you probably could have unless you're in a very, very competitive league and you've got a lot of people that are still on the same page. Uh, when it comes to finding a sleeper quarterback and Justin Fields is that guy because of matchups that are getting ready to happen. You know, we kind of teased all, all week long and, you know, previous weeks and off seasons, we all saw Justin Fields play this summer and in, 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 in preseason. And, and the Bears and Matt Nagy consistently said, Andy Dalton's our guy. Andy Dalton's our guy. And... You know, everybody kind of has that scratching their head situation where you don't really understand, like, why why Andy Dalton's your guy. But Justin Fields, this week, gets the opportunity to start because Andy Dalton has a knee injury. It's been reported and said that Nat, Matt Nagy said, as soon as Andy Dalton's healthy to play, his job will still be the starting quarterback of, of, uh, of the Chicago Bears. Well, two things, two things change that. One, if Justin Fields goes out and absolutely balls against the Browns this week, or if Justin Fields, or if Andy Dalton just cannot recover and he's out long enough to where all of a sudden this team's winning, even though he may not be doing, you know, crazy things at quarterback Justin Fields, but they're winning, they're not going to put Andy Dalton back in. You've seen this story since the age of time. There's a good chance Andy Dalton's going to get Wally Pipped. If you don't understand what Wally Pipped means, go look it up. Um, but it's basically when you lose your job due to injury. Um, so... Or in an, un- I don't know, I would consider an injury. So, Justin Fields this week has a matchup against the Browns. The Browns have a decent team, right? They have a decent defense. You saw that team against Kansas City. The defense didn't really shine out because that was one of those games, no pun intended, was a dogfight, right? It was just me versus you, haymaker punch, haymaker punch, back and forth, back and forth. Uh, Chiefs come from behind, score on the defense. But, but that defense is good. Not in like a fantasy aspect where they're going to get you a lot of points defense. That defense is good because there's a lot of talent um, on the defensive line. Clowney's there and Miles Garrett's there. 
this is the only question mark I have this week when it comes to Justin Fields. Because I've been asked a lot, you know, do I start Justin Fields this week? Should I start Justin Fields this week? And I say no. But that also depends if your quarterback situation is scare, is is very scarce. So, like, if you're on a team where you have Sam Darnold and Justin Fields, tonight I would start Sam Darnold. The matchup is just heavily more favored in Darnold's direction. Like, I truly think tonight Carolina covers a spread of 7.5. I think they win, you know, 28-10, somewhere around there. I think it's that type of game. It's Thursday night football. We've seen weird things happen before. It's, you know, a short week, team traveling. Maybe that's wrong, but that's where my head's at on Thursday morning ahead of the Thursday night matchup. But Justin Fields plays a team in which it's not the best matchup, and this was pointed out by Ben Heisler, but it's not the best matchup because the Chicago Bears offensive line is, is, is really bad. It's not the best. And if there's one thing we noticed when the Cleveland Browns played a pretty damn good offensive line of the Kansas City Chiefs, they were making those guys look bad. And the Kansas City Chiefs have a great offensive line. Check that. The Kansas City Chiefs have a very good offensive line headed in the direction to have a great offensive line, like top five offensive line in the NFL. Maybe not this year, but by next year it will be. Could be top three. And Miles Garrett was destroying Orlando Brown, was busting through that offensive line, was hurrying Mahomes. Now Mahomes is an anomaly, so he's able to you know move around. But that's where I think the gamble of Justin Fields pays off. Like if you want to gamble and go Justin Fields, that's totally fine. And you can be that guy on Twitter or wherever it may be that says, hey, guess what? I started this guy. Guess what he did this week? And that's totally fine. I totally get that. I'm just saying if you have an opportunity to start somebody else or somebody that might be more of a safe play, I would do that. Because Justin Fields is that guy. We've seen this before where guys rah-rah and rally behind a new quarterback that could possibly be the face of their franchise. I think Allen Robinson's numbers go up substantially. With Justin Fields playing. Allen Robinson is going to light it up as soon as they get Justin Fields and him on the same page. This is a matchup in which Allen Robinson, like we talked earlier, with a quarterback stepping in, they look to the vet receiver more. The targets and the catches might be a little bit of a, of a different uh, outlier because it might be like 11 targets, 7 catches because that could be some wobbly throws. But the matchup against Cleveland's a little scary for me because... That offensive line against that defensive line, it doesn't make me think that it'll be there, which means I think a lot of times Justin Fields might try to take off and run, which rushing yards do get you credit. Um, you know, pregame jitters. But, hey, I think this is a game in which if you have him, now it's time to keep a serious eye on it. Because if he can do it against Cleveland and he can get that team, because it's a home game, right? Like, it's in Chicago. And... I'm sorry, it's in Cleveland. So it's not a home game, so tough atmosphere. Playing a team that's a, that's a playoff team, playing the Cleveland Browns, and on the road. So, I'm again, this is keep your eye, seriously, what we all projected could happen, the start of it. Then by next week, you got him rolling. And if you're like me, where you took Stafford and Fields, and now you can basically pull a Harvey Two-Face and flip a coin every week, or... When we get to week three trade time, you can do that as well. But Justin Fields, for me, I'm going to sit back and watch, relax, wait for it to see it happen in real life, and then we'll get there. Because you should have a quarterback that you're already starting. Now, if you want to gamble and you want to be like, you know what, I'm going to start him, and then he goes off and has 
two rushing touchdowns, a passing touchdown, throws for 250, runs for 100, then it's like, hey, it is what it is. But that's a that's a slim chance that happens. Uh, the other match, or the other thing that's a big story for me right now is the Tony Pollard versus Ezekiel Elliott. Now, we saw that last week um, in that Dallas game versus the Chargers, which is interesting because the Chargers are normally, they're normally a, a good run defense. Maybe not. I could be wrong about that, but I always feel like, you know, if they're healthy. Um, if they're healthy, obviously. But for the last two years, I've been saying that Zeke Elliott is, is, is officially washed. I think he's been washed for two years. I truly believe that. And I think that Dallas is starting to realize that. I think finally, Jerry Jones has accepted it. I think it's been a while. I think he finally accepted it this year. But if there's one thing that I can take from this, it is the eye-popping stat. And those things will always make me hesitant, make me stop, look, break it down. And people that say, Dusty, I drafted Zeke in like the top five picks. I'm sorry. It happened in both leagues that I'm in. Full point PPR, Zeke went top five. But Tony Pollard last week against the Chargers had 13 attempts. He had 109 yards rushing and a touchdown. He had three targets. He caught all three for 31 yards. But I think we're in a set of Dallas where I think they're going to split carries from now on. I think they realize it. I think they're going to use Zeke more in the passing game. I think Zeke will probably be used less and in more intense situations. I'm not sure what it does moving forward. But if you were smart and you handcuffed Tony Pollard on your Zeke team, I'm not saying it's worth it to start them both. But I think it's worth it to start Tony Pollard over Zeke Elliott. I do believe that. I know it's only week three. But when have we seen Dallas make this big of a drastic change unless there was an injury? We haven't. But now Zeke Elliott is going to share carries with Tony Pollard, and you have to handcuff him. But I think Tony Pollard is going to get more action. I think people in Dallas have been screaming for Tony Pollard to be the running back. I think there's a lot of people in fantasy that drafted Tony Pollard thinking that that could happen, knowing that Zeke gets hurt. I know he went drafted in both leagues that I'm in, and in mock drafts he was getting drafted too in rounds 10 and 11. But I think it's serious time in Dallas where they finally realize that it's not just the Zeke show. And I get it. Zeke plays a little bit better with Dak. But that offense is moving. That offense is moving. CeeDee Lamb is a stud in that offense. Amari Cooper said, I'm still the dude. And they need that running back horsepower. And they leaned on Tony Pollard last week. And that was a big, important game. The Chargers are no joke. The Cowboys are no joke. And Tony Pollard was leaned on heavily. Heavily. So I think finally, they're starting to realize that maybe it's over for Zeke. Week one against a great rushing defense. So let's put that into account. Tampa Bay, 11 attempts, 33 yards. But he didn't look. 
like he had that spark anymore. Chargers, 16 for 71 and a touchdown. So a decent week. So if you have Zeke and Pollard, I'm giving you full permission, not that you need it, to start them both this week. But be wary that Tony Pollard making his presence felt because I think they know the truth in Dallas finally. They're finally away from, from hiding from the truth or the elephant in the room. A guy that's kind of taken us by surprise, but not really, not really. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup's on fire, man. I knew that Matt Stafford would, I knew he would explode with Sean McVay. I didn't know Cooper Cup was going to be the guy that, that got the benefit of the doubt from it. Cooper Cup has been targeted 21 times so far in two games. 21 times. 10 in week one, 11 in week two. Against Chicago, he had seven for 108 and a touchdown. Against Indianapolis, who has a damn good defense, damn good defense. He had nine for 11 for 163 and two touchdowns. I don't think it goes anywhere this week. I don't think it goes anywhere this week. They have a very nice matchup. A matchup in which the Dallas Cowboys put up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Dak Prescott, 403 yards passing, three touchdowns. Amari Cooper was unstoppable. Um, you could not mess with Amari Cooper that game. CeeDee Lamb had a damn good game, too. Both receivers had a great game. And this is a week in which I think Matthew Stafford continues to be that guy in L.A. I think this is a shootout. We're going to talk about it here in a little bit when we get to our matchups. It's, about to, it's our first matchup we'll talk about. But Cooper Cup, man. 21 targets in two weeks. Matthew Stafford is obviously heavily favored Cooper Cup. Bob Woods is the guy I thought for a moment would be the guy that would take away this offense and just absolutely explode in it. Um, but Cooper Cup has just fallen in love with the new system of Matthew Stafford in this offense. And as long as those two are on connection, Matthew Stafford should be in every lineup every week. Cooper Cup obviously in every lineup every week. And they're going to throw the ball more. Like, I know that sounds impossible, but they just lost Henderson. Now they have Sony Michelle. So, so listen here. Cooper Cup and Bob Woods are going to continue to get massive amounts of targets. More of them. And they're going to play a team that is just not going to let you run on them, but they'll let you pass. That's what they're going to do. They're going to let you throw on them. But Cooper Cup. I'm not saying he's going to continue to get double-digit, you know, receptions or targets. But, I mean, my goodness. If he's getting 10-11, that's, that's Darren Waller territory, man. You know what I mean? Another guy, quick topic here, Cortland Sutton. We talked about it last week. I told you that Cortland Sutton, the kind of guy that I would, I would start thinking about um, lineup every week. Should be. I know the Jerry Judy injury kind of helps that. Jerry Judy, when he comes back, I think will still be – uh, on track to be a stud receiver. I drafted Jerry Judy hoping 
that he would be the the production that we're getting from Cortland Sutton. I think Cortland Sutton is a stud. You, you obviously lost that last year when Cortland Sutton went out with injury, hurt his knee. Um, but the year before that, he was a stud. And now we're finally starting to see a healthy, fun Cortland Sutton with a quarterback that's able to get him the ball in Teddy Bridgewater. And I think when Jerry Judy comes back, we will see that. Um, we will see that as well be something of note because he was on that way. And then the ankle, you know, kind of did its thing. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, that's football. But Jerry Judy, when he comes back, I hopefully you're putting him on your IR because when he comes back, he's going to absolutely tear it up. Um, and when uh, and when that happens, obviously the production for Cortland Sutton will go down. But I think we are officially to the point where Cortland Sutton is that dude. Um it will be that dude moving forward as long as he's the number one guy. Obviously, Noah Fant's going to take some targets. Uh, but this isn't about Noah Fant. This is about Cortland Sutton. And before we get out of here on a Thursday podcast on Forced to Punt that you can find on 435 Podcast Network. Um, and also hear me, Dusty Likens, on Sunday morning's fantasy football show on 610 Sports Radio, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. But I do want to get into some heavy matchups uh, this week. This week in a big matchup. The three that I have before we you hear them all on Sunday. You'll hear the entire slate, some more information. You'll also hear Steven Serta, who used to be on this podcast with me, who now joins me every Sunday morning at 925. Big Steve. Uh, he'll go over some some questions, some matchups as well. But three that I want to talk about early uh, before we give you the full slate on Sunday morning is the first one, of course, Tampa Bay versus the Rams. This game is, the, is going to be... Uh, the juiciest matchup of the weekend. It'll be my all-juice matchup um, that I dedicate every week one matchup to the late, great Therese Paler because those are the games that I think will have the most action that'll make you say, oh, my goodness. Um, they're the gunfight. Um, all the above. This is Tom Brady, Matt Stafford. Antonio Brown did go out with uh, with COVID this week, so he'll, he'll, be, he'll miss this game. Um, Antonio Brown will not be in the lineup, but that means... A surplus of catches for Chris Godwin, who's healthy. Rob Gronkowski, who has been a huge, maybe the biggest surprise, um, other than Cooper Cup. And DJ Morris, uh, he's a stud, so it doesn't matter. But Gronkowski, maybe more action for him. And Mike Evans. Maybe Mike Evans can defeat my, my thinking that he is washed as well. Because my two most noticeable washed players of 2021 are Zeke Elliott and Mike, Mike Evans. Maybe he has a bigger game now that Antonio Brown misses this game due to COVID protocols. But Tom Brady doesn't look like he's skipped a beat. Tom Brady looks like he's still slanging it. He's throwing four a week. And he doesn't look like it's going to go anywhere this week against the Rams. I know the Rams have a decent defense. Jalen Ramsey runs that secondary. He's probably the best corner in the game. But this just seems like a juicy matchup. I think you should start Leonard Fournette. I think Leonard Fournette has proven his wealth in that offense. But that's the only running back I'm starting when it comes to the Tampa Bay Bucks. But a big, heavy matchup for them. Rams, Cooper Cup, Bob Woods, Sony Michelle, Matthew Stafford, all of them. This is Arians versus McVay, Brady versus Stafford. This could very possibly be your NFC Championship game preview. This team, this game is going to be heavy, big, lots of production, has it all written out there for you. 
I don't think you should start Sonny Michelle and thinking that he's going to be the running back that's going to – actually, you know what? Don't start Sonny Michelle. Cup, Woods, Stafford. Tampa Bay shuts the run down. They don't really shut the passing game down. They'll let you throw on them. They ain't going to let you run on them. They've been hurt somewhere in life, and it was with a running back, and they don't, they don't want to let that ever happen again. Big, big matchup. Another one is Cincinnati versus Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh coming off a loss. Cincinnati looks like they're that team. They remind me of a baseball version of the Blue Jays. They might start off a little slow, but I feel like they'll definitely pick it up as the season goes on. I still love Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon. Pittsburgh's got a decent defense. They can scheme. They can blitz. They can make Burrow look nervous, but I still think that I start Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, T. Higgins for sure this week. Depending on where you're stretched at quarterback, if you're Burrow or Justin Fields, like those are your two guys, that's up to you, man. I can't make all your decisions, but I lean 51% towards Joe Burrow, 49% Justin Fields, if that's your situation. Pittsburgh is interesting. Cincinnati could be a low-key, low-key defense to pick up this week or one to play. You know, say you got the, you know, Say you've got the Rams defense, and you're like, man, I don't want to play them against Tampa. Cincinnati could be a sneak peek because Ben Roethlisberger obviously has the pectoral strain. Deontay Johnson will not be playing, I don't believe. So they've got Claypool and Juju. The yin and the yang there is the defense could be different because Ben Roethlisberger might miss, and they could have a, you know, in the game, you get hit or it could, you know, wear and tear, and they have to put a backup in. And that can upgrade your defense if you're Cincinnati. Where that can also upgrade your offense is, with Deontay Johnson out, Claypool should eat more, so should Juju Smith-Schuster. If there's a backup, Claypool will eat more than Juju. But I would start Chase Claypool. I would start Juju Smith-Schuster. Obviously, you're starting Najee Harris, who's been an absolute machine, and as advertised when it comes to where he would be worth in that offense, it's only going to go up further than that. But this seems like a good matchup. This seems like a heavy fantasy matchup. Cincinnati-Pittsburgh division game. Always different. Always weird. But this seems like a good matchup. A good points matchup. This is also a big week for Arizona. We talked about Kyler Murray. Talked about how last year I thought he could be an MVP finalist. Not just an MVP candidate. Early MVP. I thought finalist last year. Then he had that Thursday night game against Seattle. And everything changed. But this week, he's got the Jacksonville Jaguar. Urban Meyer just got quoted as saying, every week feels like you're playing Alabama when it comes to a college and pro perspective. Urban Meyer, rough. But Kyler Murray's making it happen everywhere. Obviously, DeAndre Hopkins is still that dude, but Rondell Moore, he should be, he should be rostered in every single league. If he's not, your league sucks. Um... Week one, he had eight targets, seven receptions, 114, and a touchdown. Week two, I'm sorry, that was week two. Week one, he had five targets, four receptions, 68 yards. He's averaging almost 17 yards a catch. He's heavily targeted by Kyler Murray. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, eight targets week one, four targets week two. 
somewhere around 13, 14 yards, almost uh, almost on an average per catch. Three touchdowns already this year. So huge, huge target. And then Christian Kirk's also been a big target. Not as big as he was week one. Now he had two touchdowns and set the world on fire again. And Christian Kirk and Kyler Murray obviously have that connection. But a big, big week for the Arizona Cardinals as they play a terrible Jacksonville Jaguars defense. Um, so obviously we'll talk about that a little bit more on Sunday. But you're obviously starting Chase Edmonds, um, Rondell Moore, DeAndre Hopkins, Kyler Murray. And I'd even start Christian Kirk. Just because everybody has a big, big upside um, when it comes to uh the Arizona offense against the Jacksonville Jaguars. They could win by 40 points this week. They literally could. I'm, I'm dead serious. I think they could honestly, honestly win 30. Actually, I could think that I could see them winning 42 to 10. A 30 plus point victory. I'm not saying bet on it, but you know. The most important part to me when it comes to week three is the finishing part of week three. And the reason I say that. This is where the divide comes in your league. This is where everybody splits, right? This is where either somebody goes 3-0, and a lot of people go 2-1, and some people go 1-2, and and a few go 0-3. The big thing about week three is that after week three, half of your league has fallen in love with their team, and they will not let anybody go. And the other half of your league has pretty much either given up or they're going to pull out everything they can to get back going. So those teams that are 1-2 and two or 0-3, oh they're more likely looking to sell, trade, figure something out. You've got to do it this week because after this week, people either lose interest or they just fall in love with their team too much. Like it's Like they actually know the guys. It's weird. I don't understand it. But if you're one of those teams that after this week are 2-1 and one or, you know, you're 1-2, and two, you're 2-1, two and one, you're 3-0, and oh, go get aggressive. Go find what you need now. Try to have some clout that you can give up, some, uh, some good trade bait. Like me, I'm hoping Justin Fields goes off. So those people that have a quarterback that didn't quite do it for them in their draft, that they're kind of sketched out about or somebody that goes down, they need somebody. How you doing? Week three is the week to do it. Go get rid of somebody if you need somebody to pick up your team. You need that running back? Go trade one of those two receivers that you don't know that it can be a ride receiver one. If you've got Stefan Diggs or Tyree Kill and you've also got maybe Cooper Cup, think about dealing one of those guys for somebody that's big in the running back area. Make moves. Improve your team now before people fall in love with them or they just don't care. Because then you lose guys forever and you watch them just go away into the distance. I'm Dusty Likens. It's been Forced to Punt Podcast on the 435 Podcast Network. Remember, at Twitter, at Dusty Likens, or Sunday mornings, 9 a.m. on 610 Sports Radio. Happy Thursday. Good luck tonight. Start Carolina's defense, DJ Moore, Terrence Marshall, Sam Darnold, Christian McCaffrey, and Brandon Cooks for the Texans. I'm Dusty Likens. Cheers and be easy. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.